Podcast Answer Man, episode number 116. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and today we're going to be talking about all kinds of things that are on your mind. We've got voicemails from Rick, Steve, we got emails from you guys, we've got so much to talk about, and uh, we're doing this in front of a live internet audience. We may even take a, a Skype call or a phone call even here in the studio. Who knows? We'll see. Well, folks, I'm so glad to be here with you guys once again, a little bit later in the week than normal, but that's okay. I just got back from PodCamp Ohio this week, and by the way, hello to all of you who are now listening to the podcast Answer Man, and those of you who came to my session at PodCamp Ohio, I want to thank you for that. It was an honor to get to speak to you guys about podcast and audio equipment and software and all kinds of other stuff. Had a lot of great time, uh, or had a lot of great conversations there with folks and doing things in new media. It's always a lot of fun to be at PodCamp. And if you haven't ever gone to a PodCamp and you don't know what PodCamp is, it's like a conference, only it's not organized by a bunch of people who just, you know, like two or three or four people who decide who's going to speak and what's on the agenda and stuff like that. No, PodCamp is a conference where if you sign up to go to it, you're responsible for what goes on there, uh, or at least can be as, as far as you want to be responsible about it. I mean, it's simply, uh, for example, I they, the organizers of PodCamp Ohio, all they did was got, well, not all they did, they did a lot. So first of all, uh, Angelo Mandato and uh, Brandis and, and Dr. A and everybody else out there who organized PodCamp Ohio, you guys did a lot and you guys did awesome. And, uh, you know, not last year was great, but PodCamp Ohio too was just phenomenal and I totally enjoyed it. Loved being at the, the Ohio State University and the campus there is beautiful and, and the facility we were in was worked perfectly. The rooms had great sizes. It was a great size and, uh, just really had a blast. So thank you for all your hard work. Anyway, I just wanted to say I had a wonderful time. And you go to these conferences and you sign up. And if you sign up, it doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what you know. You can sign up to participate as a speaker at any of these events. So you just go to their website and say, hey, I want to register as a speaker and I want to talk about my experience on Twitter, you know, and, and you can you can share your your knowledge of Twitter. Now, your knowledge may be you may consider your knowledge of Twitter to be next to nothing compared to all the other people, you know, but the chances are and this is the way to think about this is that there are going to be people there who know less than you. And if you teach them something, then uh, and, and so they're in the chat room now. It's a slight delay. What if your knowledge is limited? There's always going to be some somebody there that doesn't know something that you do know. And 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 this is the this is a great conversation here for podcasting. You know, you might think I am extremely passionate about X Y Z. Well, start a podcast. Well, I don't know that much about it. Well, you know more than some people. And who knows who you're going to inspire? And and through this process, it'll encourage you to want to learn more. And so, but anyway, I've gone, yeah, I've, I've been to some sessions at PodCamp where I walk in, it's like, oh, wow, this sounds like a totally awesome topic. And then to get in there, it's like, 
Wow. Well, I kind of know more than that. And it's never it's never really an awkward moment or anything like that. One of the things that's right up front is this thing they call the law of two feet. It says that, hey, if you're not getting what you want to get out of this session, don't feel bad. And, and hey, Mr. Speaker or Mrs. Speaker up there, listen here. People are just going to get up and walk out. You're just going to have to be comfortable with that. And it's okay. It's it's nothing personal. And for me, I bounced. There were several sessions. I bounced around to like four or five different sessions. sessions. Not because the sessions weren't good. It's just because I wanted to get a little bit of a flavor of what was going on. And, and, and to hear several of the folks that I have met over at New Media Cincinnati and other places online and through Twitter and social networks. Uh, I wanted, They had a lot of them speaking at the same time. So I wanted to touch base with all of them and, and kind of show, show up and support them each. So anyway, PodCamp Ohio, totally awesome. Loved it this year and uh, huge success as far as the number of people who attended, the amount of uh, information that was shared, and the networking was amazing. Uh, the party the night before, the night of, it was just awesome, awesome, totally awesome stuff. And I can't encourage you enough to go to a pod camp. And if there's not one in your area, guess what? You have all the authority in the world to go and launch one. Just go to google.com, type in pod camp, and you'll find a link real quick on how you can you can start your own pod camp in your own hometown. Don't ever complain that that there's never a pod camp in my area. So start one. Start one and guess what? People will come. I promise you, people will come. All right. So enough of that. Pod camp was great. Moving right along, I want to uh, mention real quickly here. I've got it in my notes that of course if you ha- if you've been living under a rock, uh, you may possibly have escaped the uh, the the reality that the iPhone released a new software uh, operating system for the iPhone uh, number, version 3.0. And for podcasters, even if you're not an Apple Apple fan, I, I I'm a huge fan of Apple. I am not an Apple fanatic. I am not a fan boy. I do happen to have a podcast called Help I Got a Mac, and you can find it at helpigotamac.com. Encourage you to check it out. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I'm not a fanboy, but I do like the Mac, and I do try to help whatever. And see, this is one of those places where I have a limited amount of information about the Mac operating system and how to use it and the coolness factor of it. But I have a podcast devoted to it with several thousand listeners. And so. Uh, yeah, it's totally awesome. You can do that. And of course, it kind of helps me that I've along the way, I, pu- I put it out there and along the way, I had a guy who used to be a, a, a Mac genius or a, an Apple genius or whatever at those stores. Uh, my friend Chris Biting came along and, and I said, hey, why don't you come on and be my co-host for this show? And he has and he and we've gosh, I think we just, we well, I just recorded episode number 78. So we've done uh, we've done a lot of episodes together and uh, it, it, you, yeah, it's very much fun. But anyway, even if you're not an Apple fan and even if you despise the iPhone because you are really you're just jealous, honestly, come on, I know you are. I okay blackberry's kind of cool and it's got push email and and that's great and stuff but anyway regardless of how you feel about the iPhone you need to get expi- excited if you're a podcaster about the release of the iPhone here's why because they introduced an application that is now going to be on every single 
iPhone. And by golly, folks, there are several million iPhones out there. And chances are a good percentage of your podcast listening audience has one in their hand right now. At all times, in fact. And so... Uh, here's what here's what this new application. There's this new application which you should be excited about called Voice Memo, and Voice Memo basically allow. Now, there, by the way, there have been these applications to record audio onto your iPhone and then transfer it either by file transfer to your computer, which for the non-technical person is a little geekier than most people would even care for. But there have even been a couple iPhone applications that allow you to email it out. But to be honest with you, you have to be looking for it. No, my friends, this is everybody who has an iPhone. They will be getting this. If they haven't already, they will be upgrading to 3.0 and they will have the voice memo on their phone. It, in fact, it's going to be one of those applications. Guess what? They won't even be able to delete it even if they wanted to. Uh, because that's the Apple way. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so here, why is it important to you? It's because they can, by the click of a button, open up this little application, hit the report cord button, and all they do is they talk. And they, just like they normally would, they would just talk and say, hey, I'm calling you feedback in for your show, recording on my voice memo application on my iPhone. Uh, and here's my feedback. This is me talking to you, blah, 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 adding to the conversation, uh, connecting with you at a deeper level, leaving you valuable content to provide to the additional value of your show. Thanks for taking my call. I like this. I'll do it again soon. And then all of a sudden, all they do is hit the stop button. And then there's a little button at the bottom of this application that says email this voice memo. And then that you just say, listen, uh, in, in fact, I'm going to tell you right now, you want to set, you want your voice to be in this podcast. It's easy. Uh, you, there's a little bit of a waiting list, unfortunately, for podcast answer, man. Uh, but it, you, you send it in, you'll eventually get into the show. Uh, but anyway, you, here, here's how you do it. You give me a call. If you have uh, one of those cell phone plans where you have unlimited long distance, I want you to call me directly. Area code 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number 859-795-4067. Now, if you don't have unlimited long distance and you don't have an iPhone and you still want to call us, I'll pay for the bill. Just call me toll free. 1-800-757-1158. Again, that's 1-800-757-1158. By the way, if you're a podcaster and you don't have a voicemail listener feedback hotline, stop, pause right now. Actually, wait, not right now. Wait a couple seconds. Go to podcastanswerman.com slash voicemail and then sign up and then come back and listen to the rest of the show. Because if you don't have that, how are you going to let the people have their voice in your show? Well, okay, so there is another way. The other way is that you can, if you've got an iPhone, open up your voice memo application, record a little bit of audio feedback, click the button to email it out, and send it to feedback at gspn.tv. There you go. So this is exciting news for podcasters, and take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. But if you're a hardcore Apple hater, and you've got your 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 CrackBerry, which you love very much, and that's totally cool because you know what that you know for the long time I was pretty envious of of the the CrackBerries myself, uh, and and then I got an iPhone. Oh, anyway, but <laughs> you guys know I'm just kidding, right? Of course you do. Those of you who have listened for a long time, you know I'm just kidding. Anyway, 
but yeah, take, take advantage of this. But if you don't want to give Apple free credit, at least go to podcastanswerman.com slash voicemail and get and get a voicemail account for your podcast. All right. Next up, we are going to take your calls right now. In fact, this is Rick from Wisconsin who did call on our listener feedback voicemail hotline. Rick, take it away. Hey, Cliff. This is Rick from Wisconsin calling for the podcast Answer Man. And I I was listening to an episode uh, from a little while ago when you had a question about the bit rates and uh, that information. And you mentioned that the official loss podcast is uh, 64-bit. I've noticed I use an MP3 player. I don't have a Mac or an iPhone or an iPod or anything. But uh, I've noticed different programs, like all of your programs, the audio quality comes through good. The volume level is good. Uh, But like with that particular program plus a few others that I listen to, uh, even at maximum volume, they sound very soft. Sometimes it's, it's um, you know, if I'm in a an area that has any other noise going on, it can drown out the the program that I'm listening to easily. And I, well, I want to, in the future at some point, get a, a podcast of my own, and I want to know how to deal with that issue. So um, is that the reason? Is it the bit rate, or is there a uh, some other reason that affects the volume that a podcast is at. I think like um, on, on the Lost Podcasting Network, a uh, bunch of different shows that I listen to, uh, Wayne Henderson always has good volume. Um, Mr. Payne has good volume, your show. Uh, and then some of the others are harder to hear. Is that the difference is, is my question. Thanks. Rick, thank you for calling in, and what an excellent question. Uh, the answer to your question is no, it's not the bit rate. Bit rate has really li- uh, nothing to do with the volume level or, or the, yeah, the levels of the, of the volume of your podcast, and it has more to do with the sound quality of your podcast. And so, uh, for example, you, you look right now at Podcast Answer Man, if you j- downloaded this and instead of re- listening to it f- from the streaming web button on the site over at podcastanswerman.com, uh, if you if you look at this and look at the properties on it, or if you have a Mac, click Get Info. You'll see that this thing, this baby here, is encoded at 128 kilobits per second, which is approximately about one minute or one megabyte for every minute of recording. Now you can reduce the the or yeah, you can reduce the bit rate. Uh, and that is going to reduce the file size. The only thing is, is to reduce the file size, what MP3 does is it compresses the size of that thing down. And to do that, it has to take away digital information. And it, so basically, if you can imagine what's going on here, I'm speaking my voice right now into a microphone, which is going analog into my mixer, which is going into a digital audio recorder. Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know me, I do not record into any software whatsoever. I use software. I consider um, audio software on a, on a computer. It's editing software, not recording. But that's a personal preference, and uh, you you do whatever you like and whatever works for you. But anyway, it my my audio is being my voice. What you are hearing is on the fly being turned into ones and zeros, bits. You know, little bits of digital goodness. Uh, on the fly. 
right in there at 128 kilobits per second. Now I could go in and, and basically what it's doing is it, it's, it's tossing out little bits and pieces that are usually inaudible to the human ear. So there, there's all kinds of frequencies which our ears cannot hear. And, and so it starts out by taking out those frequencies. And, and also, uh, when you start getting into the 128 kilobits range per second, it starts taking out things that you can hear. So if you take a hundred, if you take a, a, a CD and you rip that CD into MP3s, one is that you can take and, and, and compress it down to 192 kilobits per second and then do it 128 kilobits per second. If you have good, really good headphones or really good speakers, you'll be able to tell a slight difference. Some people may not be able to tell the difference. I would. Then it doesn't matter how good your ears are. You take that and, and drop it down to 96 kilobits per second and you'll start, you'll definitely hear the difference between 96 kilobits per second and the 192 kilobits per second. And so you'll start to hear what's called um, an artifacting sound. It's basically taking out very audible pieces. You take it down to 64 kilobits, and by golly, it starts sounding like crud. Uh, of course, that it depends on what you're recording. Voice can sta- can kind of withstand that compression a little bit better, but by golly, you put music in it and you're at 64 kilobits, it's all over for me. I'm not listening to your podcast. Uh, if you're just voice and you're at 64 kilobits, you better have content that is really compelling because otherwise, I'm not going to listen. Um, and the, but on the on the lighter side or on the other side of this equation, though, are people who do have bandwidth restrictions. My good friends down under in Australia, they have very, very low caps on their bandwidth, and they have to be careful with how much they download. I actually produce more than 20 podcast episodes a week here out of this gspn.tv studio. And uh, with that, I produce enough bandwidth that if people were to listen to or download every single episode of every show that I produce on a monthly basis, they would slowly be creeping up really close to their bandwidth limits just with my content alone. So with that being said, um, another thing is I never expect anybody out there that they're actually going to be interested in every single piece of content that I produce. So it's not really a problem. But you do want to think about the file size and stuff like that. There are a lot of things that go into that equation. Now, to answer your question as to what's going on with those those audio files, those different podcasts that you're listening to, you say, mine sounds great. You you turn it on and you can hear me loud and clear. You don't even have to turn it up all the way. Well, that's because I do this thing. First of all, when I'm recording, I make sure that my audio levels when I'm recording are hitting somewhere between 20 and 6 decibels or negative or 20 to negative to 6 decibels so that I'm right up there as high as I can be without peaking. So peaking is zero, meaning peaking is here. Let me see. I don't even know if I'll be able to peak because um, of all this equipment that I have. But if I go like, oh, yeah, that that's definitely peaking. So if I do this, I'm peaking. Of course, the in if you hear this in post-production, it yeah, I think even post-production is going to show that as peaking. So anyway, uh, if if I do that, then then I'm too loud, and and the 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 digital audio recordings can't even turn that into distinguishable audio, and so it starts to sound like garbage automatically. I want to be all the way up as loud as I can possibly be without ever peaking, 
And so I, I try to get as close to that in the recording process. Now, I do happen to do some post-production after I record a podcast. So here's what I do. I, I, I'm recording right now. When I'm finished with this, I'll hit stop. I'll transfer the MP3 file over to my Adobe Audition on my computer. I'll open it up. I'm going to run one process on it, which is going to amplify the entire audio track. The entire, this will probably end up being about an hour in length. It'll take the entire file, amplify it all the way up as high as it will go without peaking, and it will also do some other fancy things that that, that make me sound really cool. Uh, and so, um, it, which I need, by the way. <laughs> anyway, so it, it's going to do all that processing for me, and then when I'm done, what I have is you're automatically getting from me, and you're also getting it from Wayne Henderson. Wayne Wayne has been a consulting client of mine, and and a listener and and he i'm not sure if he's already known this or if it's a technique that he learned from me but i i try to train all of my clients to 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 do the same process to get their audio up there really really loud the problem is is that not everybody does this in fact some people will just hook up their you know um let's say free audacity program which is fine it's cool and they they speak into their mic and their audio levels when they're recording is only getting up to about just about 30 decibels below the peak. And what those podcasters need to do is they need to go in, they need to highlight their entire audio track, and they need to amplify the whole thing. Now, I've got a call coming in live right now from Ray, and I hit the wrong button, Ray, so give me one second here. I'll bring you right in. Oh, hello. Hey, Cliff. Is my working? Yes. Did you want to add something to the conversation on this one? Oh, I could. Yeah, for sure. Uh, actually, I was setting it up. I saw the call-in Skype instructions here, so I wanted to set it up. I didn't mean to interrupt the middle of the program. <laughs> oh, that's no problem. I thought you were calling in for uh, to, to come into the show. Sure. Well, I mean, if you want to talk briefly, I think that the um, audience for Podcast Answer Man might really enjoy the fact that uh, June 28th is the Facebook uh, fan page grab. Uh, for the personal URL for your fan page for anyone that's less than a thousand fans. So that's some news, maybe for podcasters. Oh yeah, June twenty eighth, you said? June twenty eighth. So a couple days from now you can get your for those fans who are had less than people who had less than a thousand fans on their fan page on uh Facebook, they can go ahead and get their personalized URL. Excellent. And I assume that'll happen at twelve oh one AM. I assume so too. Yeah, just like I had to sit there and wait for the <laughs> personal name Facebook URL at twelve oh one a.m. Excellent. Well, thank you for that information. That the, our, I'm sure our audience will be very uh, interested in that. And for those of you who don't know, Facebook, you typically usually only have a profile ID or a fan page ID number. And uh, now, if you go to Facebook.com/slash Cliff Ravenscraft. It'll take you. It's a it's a vanity URL. So I mean, every other social networking has this right off the bat, but Facebook finally got around to it. And uh, so you've been able to do this on personal profile pages for a while. But on June twenty eighth, if you have a fan page, like for example, I have a gspn.tv community, and so hopefully I'll be able to get in there and get something like uh, facebook.com slash gspn. For sure, you should be able to get that. Yeah, I'm hoping the same thing. I think uh, any of us who have podcasts... You can't have my GSPN. <laughs> no, I don't want that one. You do that too well. I would not want to try to fill those <laughs> shoes. I was just kidding. Very cool. Very cool. So I was just talking real quickly here, uh, and, and I'm going to wrap up the conversation, if you don't mind, and on the uh, 
on the audio levels. And then if you want to bring something up afterwards, uh, you, we can do that. But anyway, so where you, t- you take your audio levels, you amplify them all the way up. If you don't do that, then you have, uh, here, here's what happens. Uh, and, and it's important because you might be able to hear it. You might be able to crank your podcast up, but if your, your audio level is just riding right around the, the, the 20 to 30 decibel range below peak, um, you might be able to hear it on your computer speakers. It's not really going to be that loud, but you can still hear it. Uh, you can always amplify if you got like a, you know uh, audio speakers in your stereo or like computer speakers. You can amplify that up. Usually, here's what you need to think about: is all the people who are listening to your podcast while they're commuting to work, driving their car. What about somebody who doesn't have the muffler anymore on their car? But even if they do have a muffler and they have to drive with their windows down, these people cannot hear your podcast without cranking their audio on their radio all the way up. And I will tell you that occasionally those people will unplug their iPod or they will eject the little cassette adapter and you're going to need to buy them some new speakers because as soon as they are finished listening to your very low audio level, volume level, uh, they're going to they're gonna blow their speakers out because their, st- their FM stereo radio station is just going to be blaring um and, and and basically that the you can prevent that simply by uh increasing that audio. Now unfortunately there's very little that you can do for the podcasters who don't know about this. Uh now if it was important enough for me and I really like the podcast, I have done this before. I've taken the podcast, downloaded it, opened it up the MP3 file in my uh, in my editing software and did a hard limit, which basically hard limiting says I want you to amplify everything in this by a certain amount of decibels but if that amount of decibels ever would take you above peaking just stop where the pink level is so let's just say i've got a file that's about 25 decibels below peak and i say for for the most part but there are some places where it's only 15 decibels below peak all right so if i say listen i want to i want to amplify everything by 20 decibels well, it's going to amplify everything right up there as, uh, you know, basically right about five decibels below peak. But there's going to be one spot where it's going to if, if it went up 20 decibels, it would take that one up above the peak range. Well, it's only going to take it up 15 because at 15 it peaks and it's going to say I won't do any more. So it limits that amplification uh, in a very hard fashion. And so that's how you remember hard limiting. And I've done that, and then I saved the MP3 back, put it back in my iTunes playlist, and and voila, I have myself a good audio program. All right, so that answers your question, Rick. Uh, it's more about audio levels. It's one of the reasons why I despise GarageBand for editing. Uh, you can go in as a podcast producer and edit your audio and get it, you know, right up there. Boost the amplification on that thing as loud as you you you're comfortable with. And there's nothing you can do that I am aware of, and I've asked lots of people, and I've thrown this out there to the biggest of huge Mac fanboys. And trust me, if anybody's going to correct me, it's going to be some of the people who listen to my Help I Got a Mac podcast. You get that audio just where you want it, and regardless of what you do, you're going to get auto-normalization. So it's going to take your file and it's going to normalize the audio, which basically it's going to take the it's going to take the lower volume levels, the higher volume levels, and it's going to kind of even it out, which is the end result is going to bring the total level of your audio down 
below that it's going to take it lower below the the peak threshold and therefore make your audio softer than you want it to be all right so ray did you, by the way folks we got ray still is on the line ray um i would love to promote the fact that you are out there also helping podcasters you got a podcast uh it's called podcast uh, podcast studio correct it's the podcasters with an S studio. If you go to the podcast studio, I believe you can buy some equipment, but it's, uh, yeah, so it's a little want, confusing. Don't ever do that, folks. You need equipment. <laughs> you got to go to podcastanswerman.com. That's right, because you have the best equipment. Between the Edderall and the Heil, you definitely want to get it from Cliff. <laughs> or any other audio equipment that you can possibly imagine. I have that as well. But anyway, the podcasterstudio.com and you you basically do some free advice out there for podcasters as well and twitter.com slash what podcast helper as well. Perfect. Excellent. All right. So uh, I'm going to move on to the next question here. I'm going to you can stay on as long as you want, by the way. Uh, if you ever if you ever want to jump in and say, hey, Cliff, I got something to add to that. I, I'm, I'm all for that. And that's why I happen to be recording live today and fact anybody in their chat room you guys want to join in feel free to do so but i got a question that came in from nick p and i want to i want to address this question real quick he says hey cliff i've been listening to the podcast uh podcast answer man episode podcasting with a purpose uh as well as the new uh pursuing a balanced life podcast that you've been producing and have a question about how you were recording while walking are you holding the edderall recorder right up to your mouth as you walk uh that doesn't sound very comfortable I ask because, well, before he goes on, let me just answer that question. No, I am not holding that up to my uh, mouth. I do hold it in my hand the entire time, though. However, I gain that microphone way up uh, with, you know, as high as it'll go without peaking. Imagine that. Uh, And I set the audio levels and I'm just holding it just at a very comfortable um, position in front of me. And, you know, as I'm walking, my arms are moving. No big deal. Uh, but I am solidly hold, holding that in my hand the entire time. Occasionally, I'll switch it from the left hand over to the right. But I'm usually out there walking for about an hour. And it does a great job. Great, great audio quality. And uh, for those of you who aren't aware of what that might sound like, if you've never heard one of those and you're just now tuning in, let me just play a little bit of a sample of a uh, Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast so you can get a feel for what it sounds like when I'm out walking and recording a podcast. And uh, we will do, um, let me do this one right here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. Cliff Ravenscraft here. This is episode number 408 for Friday, June 12th, 2009. And I am out in my neighborhood walking. And yes. And then, of course, you heard the birds tweeting in the background. Here's one that I recorded at night. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you should be able to hear crickets in this one. Hold on one second. Hey everybody, Cliff Ravenscraft here with another episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. It is Sunday evening and I'm doing another walk cast during the night. There you go. So that's basically what it's referring to. And yeah, the Edderall recorder does an excellent job when you're out there and you want to record some out in the field recordings. And of course, that's the same thing I use to record this podcast, only it's going uh, I'm using a little cable to go from the out, outbound uh, signal of the mixer right into the line input of my Edderall recorder. So let's go on with the rest of his, his uh, qu- email here. He says, I ask because I am struggling to find the time to podcast. I do a 45-minute drive to work every day and was thinking about, about somehow podcasting from the car. I know, crazy idea, and I probably shouldn't do it for safety reasons, but it's the time of day that I feel 
that I have free. However, I cannot hold a recorder up to my mouth and drive. So I was wondering how you did your walks. Now, first and foremost, uh, and oh, by the way, let me just go ahead and finish his email. He says, keep up the, uh, keep up the weight loss. And by the way, folks, I have lost 21 pounds, uh, from May 1st through, uh, this past Monday, which, uh, I think is a month and 21 days. So, uh, seven weeks, I lost 21 pounds and I'm still losing about three, two to three pounds per week in a very healthy fashion. And I am blogging and podcasting all about it over at pursuingabalancedlife.com. And I enjoy it. I invite you to join me and the community of other people who are also doing the same as well. Anyway, keep up the great weight loss, he says, and the rest of your balanced life. I recommend uh, Matthew Kelly's book, The Rhythm of Life. I think it would be a great help to maintain PABL. In fact, if you want, I'll send you a copy, and thanks for all you've helped me with uh, via Pam and a few emails that you've uh, answered. So, Nick, feel free. Absolutely. I'm always up for free books, and I would love to to get around to reading that one. And uh, my my mailing address is P.O. Box 482, Hebron, Kentucky, 41048. So that's just address it to gspn.tv or Podcast Answer Man, either one. P.O. Box 482, Hebron, Kentucky, H-E-B-R-O-N, Kentucky, 41048. All right, so Nick, you, you asked uh, about driving in the car. Yeah, first of all, first foremost, I encourage you not to do that. Although I will say that not only have I audio podcasted in the car, I've also done video podcasting from the car uh, and it works. Uh, <laughs> I, I strongly encourage you not to do it. Although I will tell you that uh, I, I usually drive with one hand anyway. And I, you know, I, again, I'm not encouraging this, but I have certainly recorded quite a few audio car, um, audio podcasts from the car while driving with my Adderall. Uh, not proud of that fact. Although not really ashamed of it either. I, what, okay, maybe I am proud of that fact. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, I I also agree. It's a great time to podcast. You got to watch about the road noise and stuff like that. Got to make sure you got yourself a decent recorder that's going to have a low cut feature. Uh, and of course, uh, if you're ever interested in talking about specific equipment, you can give me a call. If you have an iPhone, let me tell you. If you have an iPhone, not the original iPhone, but if you have an, a second generation iPhone or the new iPhone 3GS. Uh, I'm going to tell you there is an application you can get called iTalk made by Griffin Technology. Uh, it's not going to it's not going to have the same quality as um, as um, the Edderall recorder or some of the other digital recorders. But my wife uses her. And actually, she's even using the original iPhone. Now, here's here's the podcast that she records on a regular basis. And uh, let me see if I can find it. I'm going to click on one randomly here. And, and it might I might be able to grab one that she records in the car while she's driving. Yep, this is one. Okay, so clearly, if you clicked on this, you know it's Stephanie again. It's Monday, November 17th. It is now 10 after 5 in the evening. Okay, so anyway, let me find another one. She's driving in the car there. Let me see if I can find one where she's driving in the van. Time frame that would work and give us enough time to record. And so we picked 1030. But then that means that we have to be running exactly on time on Friday morning. Okay, so that so just so you know, that's my wife using her original iPhone. And no, she is not holding her iPhone while recording that. She is using the her earbuds. 
that come with your iPhone and the microphone on the earbuds actually goes in and is recorded through the um, iTalk. So th- there are options for you, Nick. And it says, thanks, Cliff. If you could also mention if you are editing, editing the intro music and feedback uh, or if you do that all in, um, let's see, are, are you editing that in or are you doing that all on the Adderall? So basically what he's talking about is at the end of each episode, like Pursuing a Balanced Life, at the end of the show, um, I'll either put in this. You have been listening to a free episode of the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. I'd like to invite you to leave comments and feedback on the blog at pursuingabalancedlife.com or by calling in on our listener feedback voicemail hotline. You can call direct at area code 859-795-4067 or call toll free by dialing 1-800-757-1158. This podcast is a production of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Want to learn how you can help support this kind of content? Would you like to know how you can receive every episode of this podcast as well as all the other shows we produce? Please visit www.gspn.tv plus to learn what GSPN Plus membership is all about. We invite you to join the community. And then, of course, that's what I play at the end of all the free episodes. But if it happens to be an episode that I'm doing as a Waltcast and it's one that I'm reserving just for the Plus members, this is what they hear at the end. You have been listening to a Plus member only episode of the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. I'd like to invite you to leave comments and feedback on the blog at pursuingabalancedlife.com or by calling our listener feedback voicemail hotline at area code 859-795-4067 or toll free at 1-800-757-1158. This podcast is a production of the Generally Speaking Production Network. If you enjoyed this show, check out Family from the Heart over at familyfromtheheart.com or the Full-Time Mom Podcast over at fulltimemompodcast.com. There's also the Almost Daily Devotional, which you probably guessed it, at almostdailydevotional.com. Of course, you can browse the entire network of shows that we produce at www.gspn.tv. Thank you for your Plus membership. We couldn't do this without you. Together, we'll move forward as we encourage others to join the community. All right. So there you go. And of course, by the way, folks, if you are a podcaster and you'd like a professional sounding audio bumper intro extra, uh, anything like that at all, I am available for that kind of services as well. Just send me an email, cliff at gspn.tv or uh, any other way you want to get in touch with me. In fact, my phone number is blasted all over the website at podcastanswerman.com. And if you want my phone number right now, this is my cell phone number, folks. And so I put it out there for you guys. I've never had any problem putting it out there. But uh, just know that this is for my paid consulting and and equipment sales and all that other stuff. You can call me on my cell phone, 859-757-1399. Again, this is my cell phone number, 859-757-1399. 99. All right. So anyway, um, so how do I get those into the episodes when I'm out walking and I don't have a whole studio full of equipment with me? Well, I take my Edderall recorder and I carry a little patch cable. That's right. A patch cable. And, and, and a patch cable just means it goes from one piece of equipment to another piece of equipment. And on each end of this patch cable, both ends have the identical plug. They both have a stereo mini jack or a one eighth inch jack that is stereo and uh it's the same thing if you look if you've got a pair of uh earbuds that plug into your iphone or your ipod 
Well, that's not the same thing because you might have, if you have an iPhone, you have a third little uh, notch on there that is for your microphone. But it, just regular headphones. Uh, it basically has the um, the plug for you know eight, eighth inch stereo mini. So I have one that has one of those on both ends. And what I do is I plug that into the headphones jack on my iPhone. And then I plug the other end. I, I hit pause. I said, okay, thanks, everybody. And uh, if you want to call in, there's information all about that in the audio clip that you're about to hear right now or whatever. And I hit pause on my recorder. And then I hook in the cable into the line in, hook it up to the headphones jack on the uh, ed- on the uh, iPhone. I, I have a place where I store all of these little promo clips that I might possibly play in. In fact, I take listener calls and I queue those up. I even play audio feedback in the walk casts. And I'm doing that and then I queue it up and then I hit I, – I have it ready and I'm ready to hit the play button on the iPhone and I immediately – I unpause the recording and hit play at the same time and it gets played right into the recording because I hate post-production work if I don't have to do it because I'm recording 20 podcast episodes a week I don't have time to do all that post-production work um, I can do it and as, if I'm you know if it's consulting work or if I'm doing it for a client I don't mind it and I actually love doing that for them but for myself I just like to try to get all this stuff done in line as much as possible so that answers your question there and uh yeah, so Nick, thank you again very much for your questions. Now, uh, before we move on, I believe we still have uh, Ray on the line. And Ray, you had another, uh, uh, I guess, an epiphany that has come to you regarding recording in the car. <laughs> I don't know if it's an epiphany, but I was thinking as Nick was asking that question, perhaps maybe he could pick up uh, from you a lavalier mic to plug into his Edderall, and, and then he could use both his hands. <laughs> That's a great question uh the only thing is though is lavalier mics are usually are usually uh condenser microphones which means that they are they do require power now with that being said there are some microphones out there that have what's called plug-in power and the Edderall will power those towards of towards uh those towards (laughs) i can't talk those types of microphones and so that is a possibility and, and and it's a good one uh to consider and and if you think about it though the, really, that that iPhone app, microphone, if you have um, your iPhone, that it turns out to be just like a lavalier microphone. So nice, perfect. You can clip that on to your shirt, maybe. Uh, well, you you just put your earbuds in, and you're driving down the road, and it's just dangling there right next to your mouth. Oh, perfect. And of course, now in California, you may not be able to do that. So I don't, I don't know. As if, long as if as long we, as your hands free, I believe in California, you can do that. Is that right? And, and of course, I, I think it may be illegal, though, to be listening to like headphones or earbuds in some states, too, though. Just check out your, your local laws and regulations. But I, it's so funny because we were talking about this at PodCamp. Uh, it, it's illegal to talk on the cell phone while you're driving uh, in many states. But there are no laws that say you can't video yourself as you're driving to record a video <laughs> podcast. I believe you can text message as well, which seems even more ridiculous. Yeah, that is. All right, so we're going to move to another voice feedback. And fi- folks, if if you haven't got the, the the picture here, I love your voice feedback. I've, I've you, there is a little bit of a waiting list to get your your, your questions answered here. Uh, just a reminder: if you're in desperate need to get some questions answered regarding podcasting, I am available for one-on-one podcast consulting. I offer over 100 hours of free content over at podcastanswerman.com. I do this because I love podcasting. I am very passionate about this stuff, and I want you guys to get out there and start letting your voice and your passions shine through and, and sharing your content with the world. 
Uh, but I am available, and, and this is what I do for my full-time career, and so I'd love to work with you one-on-one. My rates are very reasonable for the amount of stuff and information and help that you'll get through just even an hour's worth or two hours' worth of consulting. And uh, if you if you are ever concerned about what other people might be thinking about the services that I do, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash, and, and click on the testimonials or the recommended uh, buy link at the top of the page and, and read what some other folks are saying. But I do love to hear from you. And uh, we are, we do have time for one more voice feedback question. And this comes in from my good friend Steve McQueen over at the MC Nation podcast. Hey, Cliff. This is Chris Russell from Connecticut. Oh. And I pulled the wrong... Oh, I hate when I do that one. Oh, my goodness. I pulled the wrong voicemail. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do any post-production work. I'm just going to say I pulled the wrong one. I make mistakes. And uh, guess what? I'm not going to edit that out because who cares? Not a big deal. Folks, don't edit out everything. Although I am going to do this. I'm going to pause for just one moment, and I'm going to find the right voicemail, and then we're going to move on with the show. And we're back. All right. So that was easy to find. Uh, not. But anyway, Steve, I apologize. Let's go with your call now. Hey, Cliff. This is Steve McQueen with the Motorcycle Nation podcast up here in Indiana. And this question is for the podcast Answer Man. Uh, lately, I've been doing interviews via Skype. And um, normally, most people get really good success with Skype. But on my recent podcast, it sounds like the person that I'm interviewing uh, is overmodulating, and anything I do through my mixer doesn't change anything. So I was wondering, is there a way to uh, set the level via Skype or inside the computer so that the person that you're interviewing does not come over with that uh, with that effect? Love your show, Cliff, and it's always great information as always. And uh, if you could help me out with this, I would appreciate it because. It is just killing me. Have a good one. Bye. Steve, thank you very much, and I'm glad to answer your question for you. And my friend, I will tell you the problem is 100% on their end. If their audio is coming to you over Skype and it is over-modulated, they have the gain turned up too high on their microphone. Um, so, And unfortunately, and this is true of all audio when it's digital, uh, I Now, I never did any audio editing back in the analog days, back when everything was recorded to tape. But my understanding is back in the day, if you over-modulated or, or you were coming in too loud or, or what they call too hot on your recording, back in the old days, you would be able to, to kind of de-amplify or, or to reduce the audio level or, of, of that through some mechanism or whatever they were doing back then. I have no idea. But anyway, digitally, though... Uh, I'm sorry. Anything over a certain level, it's it, it's indistinguishable. Cannot be written in the proper sets of ones and zeros, and and it's once garbage, it's always garbage. And I usually demonstrate that to to folks when I'm um, consulting with them and training them on audio production. Uh, I usually take a, a just a normal recording. I amplify it way above the peak level, and then I try to deamplify it down, way below the peak level, and I play it back, and it's still got that overmodulated, broken audio sound. Uh, and and the so basically, I say, listen, it's always best to record. You know, it's always best when you're recording to be under because you can always amplify your audio up but once you go above peak there's no getting that audio back 
Um, now the, the thing is though, is you don't want to just go low and just keep there because when you do have to amplify your audio, not only are you amplifying your, your voice, but you're also amplifying what's called the noise floor. And so you'll be bringing up any kind of room noise that would normally be indistinguishable to your ears, but you'll be amplifying that silence sound, if you will, up along with the rest of your recording. And so you'll be, when you're not talking, you'll hear a lot of shh in the background of your recording, which is not a lot of fun either. So it's best to get that audio as close to the peak without peaking at all times when you're recording. Um, now, Back to your Skype thing. Uh, basically, Steve, unfortunately, it depends on... I, I can't remember from your call. Are, is, if, if this is somebody you're, you've got that's co-hosting a show with you on a consistent basis, uh, it, it may be wise for you to sit down and, and walk through your settings by phone and get connected with one another on, spy, on Skype. Uh, and what you want to do is you want to walk them through the settings. Say, listen, okay, plug your microphone in. Let's get this thing going. And let's talk about this. All right. We're going to open up the preferences. We're going to go to the audio panel. Uh, oftentimes, it'll by default, it will have this thing that says automatically adjust my volume. And you can usually uncheck that. I usually suggest doing that uncheck that and then um but although i will say most of the time when you have that set it does tend to keep it from peaking it tries to uh, evaluate your audio and adjust the input level of your microphone accordingly doesn't always work out and oftentimes it's too low or way too loud it's not peaking but it's just way too loud and so i i suggest doing that manually and what you can do is have them uncheck that box and click on the microphone, the, the little level or the little slider underneath or above the microphone input and, and have them adjust that, continue to talk to you while you're listening to them on the other end of Skype. And of course, you're talking to them by phone probably to get this all worked out as well. So you get your headphones on, you got your phone there, whatever you want to do. Uh, to get all that working. And then, and once they sound right, you say, okay, that's where you need to be. Now, the one problem that you run into is that if they have a Windows machine, or even this sometimes will happen on a Mac as well, if they use other programs that have audio uh, settings, such as microphone audio inputs, it's very possible that you may get another uh, program that you open up between the last time you spoke to them via Skype, and that program kind of hijacked the settings on on their in in their audio pro, uh, profile and so it can actually go in and and system wide change the 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 gain levels of of the system and and so just because they had it right the next time they may have opened up a program or may not have but if they did uh they may have opened up a program that you may have to do this the next time you sit down with them it's not as bad it's not as prevalent today as it used to be but um, if you've got a lot of people doing, if you're working with people who are playing around with a lot of audio editing softwares, that, that very much can be the case. So, but anyway, it definitely what you're experiencing there is on their end. And, uh, the, the only other explanation that I can think for the sound of overmodulating is if they just have a, a mic, a, a microphone that's shot. So basically the little membrane, let's just say the little membrane on the microphone itself may have a tear or something like that. And so that when they're speaking, uh, it, it's just vibrating like crazy and, and sounding like broken, overmodulated sound. But I, I really don't think that's it. I, I think that probably their gain levels are just way too high. Ray, do you have any additional thoughts on that one? 
No, I think you're pretty accurate. I mean, it sounds like it's coming from there in, like you said, and that they're just cranked up uh, too hot, as you said before. So, yep, that should take care of you there. Uh, and of course, uh, hope that works out for you. And uh, best wishes with the MC Nation podcast uh, over at mcnationpodcast.com. All righty. So let me see. I've got some more on my list here. Another Skype question. This one comes in from Jeff Rutherford, another client of mine. Uh, He says, hey, Cliff, uh, I'm using a pair of headphones that plug into the headphones jack on my MacBook Pro, and I'm recording Skype calls, Skype to phone and Skype to Skype. However, I've noticed that the voice of the person I'm interviewing is fine, but I don't hear my own voice through the headphones. I hear my voice, obviously, because I'm speaking, but it's muted because I have Uh, because i have on headphones i'm wondering if that's the one let's see if that's one reason i'm having a problem relaxing during my interviews half the time i can barely hear what i'm actually asking or saying when you're doing interviews do you hear yourself through your headphones do you even wear headphones again i'm not using a mixer just my macbook pro jeff all right jeff first and foremost i don't remember the last time i did a skype with somebody where I was just plugged in to the to the MacBook. Although I have to, because I like to hear myself talk. Uh, hello, have you listened to this podcast lately? Um, I like to hear myself talk, so I think I, it would pretty much stick out to me like a sore thumb if I wasn't hearing my own voice back in my headphones when I'm talking. Uh, Ray, are you using Skype directly with your headphones? I am using Skype. Uh, I, I do wear headphones. I'm going through a mixer as well, whereas yeah. I would plug into a mixer to hear my voice back. I recently did do a sort of Skype setup um, interview where I was on the road and had to use just my MacBook Pro, uh, although I think I was recording into uh, either GarageBand or Soundtrack Pro, and um, then you can turn on the monitor to hear yourself. Well, I'll tell you what I can do re- real quickly here. I'm going to pause real quick, and since I have you on Skype, I'm going to just do this real quick. Hold on one second, okay? Unpaused. Okay, we're back. Um, wow, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so basically I had my microphone going right in and, uh, you know, every, I was still sending the audio to you the same way, uh, Ray, and I plugged my headphones right into the speaker jack on the laptop. I unplugged it so it wasn't sending it through the mixer and I couldn't hear my own voice. Yeah, that would drive me crazy. Um, so I, I didn't go in and though and, and, and a play to see if there was a monitor thing. But yeah, that's exactly what you need. You need something that allows you to monitor your own voice back. Yeah, because actually right now I'm plugged in headphones to my MacBook Pro talking to you via Skype, um, not hearing my own voice. Yeah. And the audio output goes into the, uh, the built-in headphones, but that is just to hear you. That is not to hear myself. So again, what I think is you have to have your software. If you're recording with software... Um, to, to use that monitor. Yeah. So so and so basically, Jeff, it, it I, there may be a setting in Skype somewhere buried deep there that you can that you can tell it to send your audio back to you. Um, it, I guess it's a good thing that they don't because that that allows me to do my Skype mix minus uh, correctly, so you don't hear your own voice back. Uh, but yeah, w- w- what we're doing to be able to hear our own voice is we're using a mixer, so we're plugging our mics into a mixer. And we're sending the audio out of the mixer into the Skype computer, and we're bringing the the which of course allows us to hear. We're, and our headphones are plugged into the mixer, and so we're hearing our own voice that's going into the mixer into the headphones. And then we're also bringing the call from Skype 
into the mixer and I'm also hearing that in my headphones and I'm doing a mix minus so that what I'm bringing in from the Skype computer isn't also being sent out the to the com- Skype computer. Otherwise, uh, Ray would be hearing himself back right now. And of course, um, I'm doing uh, that using an auxiliary output. And of course, if anybody wants to know what a mix minus is, uh, all you need to do is go to podcastanswerman.com. Actually, no, just do this. Go to Google. Type in these words, mixer, mix minus, and mix minus being one word. So mixer space mix minus, and I'm usually the first you know, two or three results. And it's episode 39 of Podcast Answer Man. Uh, and I go all through what a mixer mix minus is. But if you're wanting to do that, do you, you don't remember what software program you were using to, to make that monitor work for you? Uh, I know you can monitor on both GarageBand and Soundtrack Pro. Okay. Or just regular Soundtrack. So you can try either one of those. Excellent. All right. One last question, and then I'm going to wrap up here because I've got Sam and Patty's upstairs. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not. It's, uh, it's, one, it's one hour now. I'm going to hit this little music here real quick. There we go. We're, we're finished. I'll tell you what, Ray, thank you for, for calling in. I'm glad that, that you were able to join me and, and add to the conversation here. Cliff, thank you. This was amazing. I didn't expect to be on Pam today, but uh, amazing opportunity. You're the best. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll tell you what, folks, if you guys need any help uh, with audio equipment, I do have professional audio gear. You can see just some of the packages that I put together over at podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. I really don't encourage you to buy any of those because I'd like to get you the equipment that you need specifically. And so we can customize any package for you. And the stuff that you see on the site is not all I have. Anything audio-related, I should have access to. So, uh, And I'm not just one of those guys who is you know, affiliate program or whatever. I'm, a, I'm an authorized reseller of equipment for one of the major distributors to all the radio stations without, within the United States. And also, want to let you know that um, I've been doing a lot of work recently that I never anticipated doing when I first started out in podcasting. I knew I'd do it for some clients, but uh, if you are interested, if you're intimidated by installing WordPress, having your own self-hosted WordPress installation, I have been doing probably about four of these a week right now. I will actually either do, I will either walk you through the process, walk with you one-on-one, sharing my screen with you. You'll actually see everything that's going on, or I'll do it for you. Uh, I'll help you get your web hosting set up with whatever web host you want to go through. I will install your WordPress for you. I'll install all the uh, plugins and configure everything and optimize it for podcasting. And not only that, we'll also get your feed set up and installed and submitted to iTunes as well. If you're interested in that, it's very affordable and I can do it in very little time compared to what you might find that you can do it on your own just because I'm so familiar with it and I do it so often. If you're interested in that kind of work, give me a call. 859-757-1399 is my cell phone. It's all plastered all over my website, podcastanswerman.com. I love doing podcast consulting work. I love selling audio equipment. Yeah, sure, I make money. And sure, I love supporting my wife and my three kids that are upstairs waiting for me to eat some salmon patties with them. And uh, love all that good stuff. But uh, I really want to help you and and help you get your voice, your message out there. And uh, also, big announcement. Just want to let you know, podcastanswerman.com is about ready to be syndicated on an internet radio talk uh, talk radio station 
uh, geeksradio.fm. Details about that coming soon. In fact, uh, next week's episode should probably be the first one uh, that gets syndicated out on that internet radio station. So I'm excited about that and all the other stuff that's going on. I'd love to hear from you guys. Give me your feedback, your calls, and uh, you can call us at 859-795-4067 or toll-free 1-800-757-1158. Until next time, folks, join the community. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.